from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. Tonight is 5 p.m. Eastern Time, February 8th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And thank you all so, so much for waiting in the waiting room, for getting ready, uh, for sharing the video over on Zuckerberg's platform so that the world over there knows where we are. I'd like to just welcome every one of you who are watching this evening. Um, Cynthia Parent, how you doing from New York? Thank you very much. Cindy Somerville from the great state of Ohio. Jeff Wright, how you doing? Diana, nope, I couldn't get your last name. I'm sorry, hon. <laughs> Stacy Lincoln, shout out, number two from Chicago. How you doing? Thank you for joining in tonight. I really appreciate it. Vicki Gray from the wonderful state of Texas. Texas is doing a great thing right now following Florida's lead and holding these large tech companies um, accountable for, for all the things that they're doing. Uh, Brett Cleverly, how you doing? Thank you for joining in tonight, man. I appreciate it. Uh, who do we got here? Judy Masters from Louisiana, or should I say Louisiana, because that's how you guys say it down there, right? And let's see, a couple more here. Um, Looks like Shelby Lawyer and Angel. How you doing? Thank you for joining in tonight. Julie Vu. Couldn't get that last name. I'm sorry. You guys are coming in so fast. It's hard for me to, to, uh, to see your name. So I apologize. Uh, Kevin Strait from the great state of Florida. It looks like Fort Myers, Florida. Um, Ryan Pryor or Prizer from Redlands, California. Thank you for joining in tonight. I appreciate it. Again, guys, if you could do me that one um, favor of reaching down, uh, pressing that share button, um, make sure that you uh, subscribe and click the the, uh, the the notification bell so that you're always notified when we go live here on Live from America. I appreciate it. Uh, Tanya Roystan from Florida. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Uh, we even got people from Alaska. Missouri is in the house. Arkansas. Um, Yo, 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 yo is the name of that one from Glen, Pennsylvania. All right, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. As we, as you can see, we're in a different spot today. We are in the new studio. Um, we are. I'm still working on getting. Uh, I still have things coming. You know, as far as cameras coming, uh, different software that I'm that I'm waiting to uh, to marry with the cameras. I'm waiting on some other things that I ordered, um, some different decor. So, uh, but I promised you that we'd be going live from here uh, starting today, and uh, and here we are. So, thank you very much. I, I I know you love the new look behind me, uh, and when we get the new cameras set up, you'll see different camera views and everything else like that. So now that we got about 1,300 people in here watching live, and I want to say thank you to all of you for making all of this possible, okay? And for following me and for sticking with me. And tonight, I'm actually going to reach out to everybody at once, all donors, everybody on the mailing list. So if, you, um, if you're not yet, if you haven't yet joined the newsletter, make sure you join the newsletter on my website at jeremyherald.com so that I can reach out to you daily with daily devotionals, uh, daily verses, and, uh, and to get your addresses uh, so that I can send you guys all something who, who, are, who are donors to the show. All right, so as you know, every time that we start live from America, whether you're new here or whether you're not, we start off with God's Word. And in the evenings, we start out by reading a devotional from Jesus is Calling, and then we move right over to the Good Bible to find out where this devotional is referencing. And what it says tonight is, I am above all things. Your problems, your pain, and the swirling events in this ever-changing world. 
when you behold my face, you rise above circumstances and rest with me in heavenly realms. This is the way of peace, living in the light of my presence. I guarantee that you will always, always have problems in this life, but they must not become your focus. When you feel yourself sinking in the sea of circumstances, just say, help me, Jesus, and I will draw you back to me. If you have to say that a thousand times a day, don't be discouraged. I know your weakness, and I meet you in that very place. And that is referencing um, Ephesians 2.6 and Matthew 4.28-31. through 31. So I want to read from Matthew 4.28-31 because I thought that it was a very good verse when it comes to doubting. And a lot of us have a lot of doubt right now. A lot of us are still in mourning at what happened, at how we were cheated, at how, at how things were, were illegally taken from real voters going out and voting for a real candidate for president, okay? Um, so, Matthew 14, 28 through 31 says, Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you on the water. He said, come. And then Peter got out of the boat. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? Why do we doubt? What is it about the human nature that makes us doubt what God promised us? God promised us peace. God promised us love. Okay? God promised us fairness if we focus on him. So a lot of us, I think, in this country have just taken our focus off where it's supposed to be. Okay? So, um, and somebody just asked me, where are your new products? Well, when we had to rebuild the website in order to facilitate tens and thousands of people hitting it at one time, we had to remove those, but we're putting those back up here in a day or two. We just had to rebuild and revamp, ladies and gentlemen. Most of you were, that were watching on Facebook, all of the traffic was on Facebook. It wasn't all on the website at one time. Uh, so we had to rebuild and we had to restructure and we had to add a bunch of servers. We had to spend a bunch of money and time to rebuild that. But it's all going back up and we're going to have a whole bunch of new gear um, to add to the armor of God and the Yahweh gear and all that. So I just, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you guys. Now, if you missed the show earlier, I wanted to let you know that we are, I am on Telegram now and there's a lot of, uh, what do you want to say? There's a lot of tomfoolery going on on Telegram. I like Telegram. I really do. But there's a lot of fraud over there. People pretending to be other people. Okay. My personal page is Jeremy R. Harrell. And my public channel is Live From America, all capital letters. Now, the problem is they're already starting to pretend to be that. They're already starting to make Live From America pages. Okay, but I'm going to periodically put videos up on there so you know it's me. I want to tell you who the fake ones are before we get to the news. The fake ones over there are Unreal, Jeremy Harrell, and Unofficial Hip Hop Page. And those are run from a lady named Melissa C. She's a blonde-haired lady with glasses on her profile picture. She is kind of like the devil in some ways, and she watches this show. She is a cheat, she is a fraud, and she is a, she is a self-proclaimed left-wing hack who says she's part of the FBI, and she's working against all of us. And she was very upset when I decided, I did report her, but then I blocked her, and then I couldn't uh, see any of our messages back and forth again. Um, she's, uh, 
she uh, she asked, she was very upset when I when she found out that I got Telegram because she couldn't run her little scheme anymore. So again, Melissa C and uh, the Unreal Jeremy Harrell and the unofficial hip hop page. The real page is Fans of Jeremy Harrell Hip Hop Patriot. That is a fan page with a bunch of great people over there. So make sure you check that out. Okay, so I just wanted to get to that real quick. Now, let's go right to the news, ladies and gentlemen, because we got a lot of it. Are you ready? Okay, former President Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, says that President Trump offered assistance multiple times to D.C. officials leading up to January 6th. They refused. Okay, not only did, was it, not only did they offer this assistance to... Um, to the D.C. police leading up to January 6th in case something were to happen. Because when you have, you know, when you have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people in one area, ladies and gentlemen, you never know what's going to happen. You just don't know what's going to happen. Okay? Um, Pedro says, Anchor hasn't stopped taking my money. I hate to I hate to pause the news real quick, ladies and gentlemen, but if you were a donor on Anchor, please manually stop giving them donations. Either call your bank or call your credit card and tell them to stop. Uh, we already have complaints in with Anchor for not stopping as soon as they booted me on Spotify and Anchor. So if you were a do- donor on Anchor, please um, manually stop that. So not only did President Trump offer help to the D.C. police, to the to the Metro police there um, prior to January 6th, but he offer, he also offered it on January 6th. That help, according to Mark Meadows, was refused, was refused. And that would go right in line, ladies and gentlemen, with what the left's narrative is, is that they were overrun and that people overran the police there and the D.C. police could not handle it, but they could have handled it. All they had to do was accept President Trump's help, but they didn't want to do that. Why? Because in my opinion, they already had it set up. They already had it set up, which is why you've seen a bunch of fanatics with Antifa and BLM and with CNN. Remember the CNN photo reporter that was in there taking pictures? Okay. Uh, They already had it set up and they didn't want help from President Donald J. Trump. They wanted this impeachment. They wanted this insurrection. In my opinion, they wanted it all. And I know you guys feel that same way. That is why they refused help from uh, President Trump, according to Mark Meadows. And this just came out today. Um, I think last night it started, uh, there was some talk about it, but Mark Meadows said that today. And um, it's just sickening. It really is sickening the way that these people let this happen and and did not accept help from President Trump when he offered it. And there's only one reason why they didn't. There's only one reason, ladies and gentlemen. Why do you think? Why do you think they would not accept help? It's the only reason I can think of. Dirty swamp donkeys. You're exactly right, Craig. Dirty swamp donkeys. All right. So I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of that. And please also, if you didn't watch earlier the the show at Live at 11, make sure you go back and watch that. And don't forget about what I said about Marco Rubio. I think if there's anything to take away from uh, Live from America at 11 o'clock today was the story that we uh, broke about Marco Rubio that nobody was talking about. And that was his bill that he's introducing to take um, gun rights away, take your Second Amendment rights away before you've even been convicted of something or even um, uh, charged with something. 
It's literally if if the FBI or somebody labels you a terrorist suspect and they start investigating you, which basically they're saying all Trump supporters are, Marco Rubio is working with the Democrats to put that bill in. So make sure that that doesn't get lost in translation. I know that we have a lot of stuff going on, ladies and gentlemen. I know that there's a lot of news that I hit. I'm a little different than everybody else. I have about 10 or 12 different topics that I hit and we go through them quick. Don't let that one get lost in translation. Uh, go back and watch that and make sure you call, write, email, whatever you got to do to Marco Rubio and join me to let him know that what he's doing is sickening and it's a swamp donkey rhino move and we're not going to put up with that kind of stuff. All right. <clears throat> Moving on. Facebook. It is reported today on Disclose TV that Facebook has had millions and millions of people leave the platform in the last three quarters. Every quarter for the last three quarters, they've seen a decline in people leaving the platform. And why? It's, it's citing that the, most, the, the, the primary reason that people are leaving Facebook is because of censorship. And specifically in the United States and Canada, not only are people leaving the platform because of censorship, even if they weren't censored, because they even see what's going on. They're even starting to see people that aren't even having been censored are leaving Facebook because A, it's boring, and B, they understand that the censorship is real. Okay? And they got rid of me. So <laughs> um, they're leaving in droves, specifically in the United States and Canada. And not only are people leaving, but investors are leaving. That's when it gets scary for, for Zuckerberg and the rest of them. Investors are now leaving. And somebody just put Facebook can rest in peace? Exactly. Facebook can rest in peace. Now, here's some more news about some more social media. Ready for this? <clears throat> uh, Twitter is also losing people left and right. And the investors in Twitter are threatening to leave. Um, so Twitter is now considering adding a, a subscription fee as the company looks for ways to diversify its income streams. This is reported by the Epic Times. Okay, so now you have Facebook and Twitter, the two largest companies who are the two, um, basically the, the, the biggest culprits, the biggest uh, violators of free speech happen to be Twitter and Facebook. And look at how the free market works, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the populist movement that we keep talking about. Look at how we keep, say, winning. It doesn't seem like we're winning because we're living in a world of make-believe right now. We're living in a world of puppet and residences, uh, residents like Joe Biden and not uh, actual politicians and presidents. Puppets and residents, not politicians and presidents. Now, the word politician shouldn't be as bad as it is. It should be a person who runs for office and is there for a limited amount of time working to, uh, to better the community that they're from. But the, the swamp donkeys... Uh, have, have changed that word, just like they've changed the word terrorist, just like they've changed the word, um, uh, you know, racist and bigot and all of those and changed them into something completely different. All right. So not only is Twitter leaving or Twitter in trouble, but Facebook is too. And I suggest you to, to you and urge to you to keep doing what you're doing. If you're on the platforms, maybe you want to stay on the platforms, but don't go on them so much because how they make money, ladies and gentlemen, is by you going on and going from page to page to page to page. Every page that you visit is more money for them. And when I looked at the analytics before Facebook dropped me about how much time that I spent on Facebook, it was sickening. It was like crack. And they know that. And I am so happy to be Facebook free. I really am. <clears throat> and, and it's sad, though, that it had to take them banning me 
in order to, for me to be Facebook free. But that's what it took, and I thank the good Lord that it happened. All right? Okay, moving on to the New York Times. The New York Times has put out a tweet and a story saying how disappointed they are by the censorship of the CCP and um, Chinese officials of websites and social apps. I don't know if you heard me correctly, so let me just say that again. I'm, I'm glad to see you too, Kim. Let me say that again. New York Times is disappointed by the censorship of websites and social media apps in China by the CCP, but yet they but but they fortified the censorship of websites and social media apps in the United States of America. Isn't that funny? Isn't that weird how that works? How they seem to be disappointed in the CCP and they seem to be disappointed in the censorship of websites and social media apps, but here in the United States, they're like the they're like the cheerleaders for censorship. You know what I mean? They're like the cheerleaders for oppressing free speech, free speech, the New York Times. They are a disgusting, failing newspaper who do nothing but print lies, but yet they're upset that the Chinese Communist Party is, <laughs> is censoring websites and social media apps. That doesn't even, that's, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's just like the, it's just like the left wing and the liberals here in the United States how they, they, want, they talk about free speech and they talk about um, being able to express yourself, but they're the first ones that say, yeah, I was part of getting Jeremy Harrell kicked off of Facebook. Yeah, I'm all about censorship and Nazis and what? <laughs> mm. Just doesn't make any sense. Just doesn't make any sense. As Tammy says, uh, and, and, and as Joe Biden says, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, moving on to more left-wing idiocy. Uh, Tampa Bay mayor, by the name of, uh, she's a Democrat, just so you know, uh, Jane Castor says that maskless NFL fans will be identified by the police and they will handle it. So that means that anybody who was at the game yesterday at the Super Bowl, watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win, and then in the middle of the night, the Chiefs found a bunch of votes in the middle of the night that actually made them winners of the Super Bowl. That's a joke. Go back to the 11 o'clock show and you'll see what I'm talking about. But um, this is what the world's come to, ladies and gentlemen. People that were at the game trying to get away from politics, trying to get away from COVID, trying to get away from all this, this mess that we've had, this, this year of hell that we've all lived in. Now it's... Tampa Bay mayor says that anybody that was maskless in the stadium watching the game will be identified and the police will take care of it. Is this what you, Tampa Bay res? I lived in Tampa Bay for a little bit. I lived down there in Tampa Bay, Clearwater area. I used to go to Ybor City and party in my younger days in the middle of the night where nothing good happens after midnight. I used to be down there. I know all about Tampa Bay. And I know Tampa Bay's changed a lot in the last 10 to 15 years. But, but any resident of Tampa Bay, can let me ask you a question. Is this what you want your police doing? Is this really what you want your police doing? As if there's not enough crime. As if there's not enough drugs and, and, and robberies and, and rapes and theft and, and burglaries and, and drunk driving and drug dealing. You really want your police going after people who are maskless at the Super Bowl? Come on, man. Come on, man. Let me, what, what, 
<laughs> this is what the world has come to? Now, this on the heels of, of, of the CDC uh, officials saying that COVID is here forever. So they've come out and they said COVID is just a part of life now. We're going to have to, humans are going to have to coexist with COVID like we coexist with the flu and measles. Well, yeah, duh. Duh. We've been saying that for the last year. Duh. We should have been coexisting with it anyway. It seems like nobody gets the flu anymore. Nobody gets sick. It seems like COVID came in and not only wiped out 400,000 plus people, not, but also took out the flu and took out every other disease in the world or every other sickness in the world, I should say, not disease, but sickness. So they're saying that we're going to have to live with this and that this, and it may stick around for a decade and that this is just going to be the way of the, the new way of life, ladies and gentlemen, you wearing a masky pad everywhere you go, muzzled. Like a, like, a, like a dog, like a rabid dog. Tampa Bay, come on, man. We don't want you. We don't want the police down there. We don't want taxpayer money going to, to, to try to find people who were maskless. Oh, no. What are you going to get? You're going to get a knock on the door some night while you're sitting there eating with your family, and it's going to be the police with a warrant. What do you want? We're here to uh, get, the, get the criminal. What criminal? The one that was maskless at the NFL. At the Super Bowl. And if you don't let us in, we're going to break down this door in front of your your family, in front of your kids, and we're going to drag you out of there. Biden style. Sickening. Absolutely disgusting and sickening, if you ask me. All right. Moving on, because we got about uh, five more topics to hit in this show today. So the head, the president of the AFL-CIO, um, who actually backed Biden for president, who actually endorsed Biden-Harris, probably the dumbest endorsement you could ever do. Probably the most ignorant, lame endorsement anybody could ever have done. Probably the most un-American endorsement that anybody could ever have done. The head of the AFL-CIO has now come out in an interview with Axios that was on HBO Max and said that, um, that Biden killing the Keystone XL pipeline was a mistake and will cost thousands of jobs and will destroy the union. This is after, ladies and gentlemen, the union, headed up by the AFL-CIO, backed Biden and endorsed him. Buyer's remorse, anybody? Huh? Voter's remorse much? We told you this was going to happen. We told you this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. You can't... Listen, we knew President Trump was going to be the best jobs president and the best economy president and the best stock market president because he has a mind for this kind of stuff. Joe Biden doesn't even have a mind for coloring inside the lines. No offense to people who share the same um, cognitive um, decline as, 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 as resident Joe Biden, but I only say this to make fun of the fact that he's sitting in an office, the most powerful office in the world. Okay, um, with a with a hand shoved up the back of his uh, the back of his sports jacket from his wife Jill, moving his mouth like a puppet. Okay, this guy doesn't even know how to color inside the lines, and yet, of course, he can't. You're going to watch the stock market do this. It might have a couple rises here and there, but it's going to continue to decline. The debt's going to get bigger. Our jobs are going to go away. Gas and oil prices are going to go up. 401ks are going to be destroyed all because you have a man who has no idea how to run a country, but how to cater to other countries. And that is why Biden is there because he is a coward and he is a wimp 
And the other countries that run him, like Russia, China, and Iran, they know this. You already have him pleading and begging for Iran not to continue with their uh, nuclear program. Please don't do it, guys. Come on, man. This is corn pop talking here, man. Haven't you ever seen my legs and how hairy they are? And if you and the, and they turn blonde in the sun. You didn't know that. You didn't know that kids jump on my lap and we talk about cockroaches. Come on, man. This is the kind of stuff you're dealing with. So you're get so. And I, I hate to say this, but the country, the, the the half the country that vote that uh, backed him, um, and and a third of the country that actually did vote for him, not two thirds, a third. This is what you get, and he's just dragging us down with you. But it's okay. It's okay, because we keep winning, and we're going to keep winning. You forgot the goosebumps. Yeah, I did. <laughs> You're right. I forgot the goosebumps. <laughs> All right. So moving on to Wyoming, ladies and gentlemen, and Liz Cheney. So in the last few days, Saturday, I believe it was, Liz Cheney in Wyoming, the GOP there, had a vote. They voted, I think it was 56 to 8, to punish Liz Cheney for going against the Republican Party and uh, calling for an impeachment of President Trump. They even had a special seat there for her. She did not show up. She thought it would be better suited, her time would be better suited, going on and catering to Chris Wallace on fake Fox, rather than going and answering questions that her constituents and her voters and her fellow uh, GOP members in Wyoming, they had questions for her, real questions that they wanted to ask her. They wanted to talk about real things. She said, nah, mm-mm, no, no, I'm not going to talk to the voters of Wyoming, the people that backed me, the people that put me in, the people that fundraised for me. No, I'm going to go talk to Chris Wallace. Meanwhile, they voted 56 to 8 to censure her. That means, ladies and gentlemen, now a censure really isn't much but to let you know that, hey, we're not going to back you no more. And Liz Cheney, what she does, she doesn't say sorry. She doesn't reach out to these people. Matter of fact, she emailed them 10 minutes before they were going to have their meeting to say she wasn't coming because she was in D.C. working on more pressing matters. What were those more pressing matters? Well, to go on to Chris Wallace and other um, rhino swamp donkey news stations and let them know how much they, uh, the GOP is not working with President Trump. They do, she says that Pres- this, uh, President Trump is not the leader of the party. Okay, that President Trump did incite the January 6th riots and that he doesn't represent the party and they're not going to follow him. They're not going to put put him up on no pedestal. And and, and you and I, you, you and I, Trump supporters, we mean nothing. We're, we're the same thing. We're just terrorists. Basically, in so many words, I'm paraphrasing. That's what she went on there and said. She said we should not be following President Trump. We should not be honoring President Trump. And that he has no place in the GOP and the GOP needs to get its bearings back, you know, about them and, and, and focus on what the GOP really stands for. And that's truth and honesty. Meanwhile, her father, the war criminal, has killed tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of innocent people around the world. Former Vice President Dick Cheney. He's killed many people. He should be on trial for war crimes. She's sitting here talking about how President Trump incited a riot where five people died and it costed 500, it cost $500 million for all the security down there. Okay, well, that's a lie. You're a rhino. You're a swamp donkey. 
Your voters now know that you don't care about them. And if we're going to talk about people dying and we're going to talk about money, let's talk about the hundreds of thousands of innocent people who have died at the hands of your father when he was in office, when he was running George Bush like a puppet, much like Joe Biden is being run like a puppet. Let's also talk about the trillions, let me say that again, the trillions of dollars that your father and your family, your warmongering family, has cost the United States of America. Would you like to go further? Okay, let's talk about the massive amount of PSD or the or the wounded warriors who are now come who are now home living with um, you know uh, uh, respiratory diseases and who have lost limbs and who no longer have family because of what happened to them and what's going on in their head with PTSD. If you really want to talk about somebody doing something wrong, Liz Cheney, let's talk about how you alienated your voters and your father destroyed many countries and cost the country trillions of dollars and destroyed families and people alike. Let's really talk about that. And that's why I can't wait to start going out on, in, um, with America's Voice News and, uh, and, 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 and getting on this bus and going around holding these people accountable because if I ever have the chance ever to question somebody like Liz Cheney, those are the kind of remarks that I will say. Now, I'll probably be banned from ever asking a question in that kind of forum ever again, but you think I care? You think I really care? You guys want me to go ask those questions. You guys want me. You want to send me to do that. That's why you guys are supporting. That's why you guys have become monthly donors, because you wanted a, sp- a place for me to hold people accountable. And that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, Um, let's talk about more more uh, GOP uh, um, senators who are being censured or have been censured. Nebraska GOP has now um, going to censure uh, censure uh, Senator uh, Ben Sass. Now, that makes four, ladies and gentlemen, including Mitch McChina in Kentucky, including Upton in Michigan. Okay, many, many senators are starting to be uh, held accountable by their own state GOP. And what that means for them is never, ever being reelected ever again. Now, I know we have questions about, um, you know, Dominion and about how will we ever have a free and fair election again? I get that. We're going to fight those fights when we get to them. And we're already starting to fight them with paper, with requesting paper ballots and requesting them to be hand counted. That's already working its way up through state legislature right now. Anyway, in most of these states. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that the state's GOP are now holding these people accountable. And this is great news. This is why I said you need to work at a local and state level because these guys can make it possible so that the, the Liz Cheney's and the Ben Sasses and the Mitch McChinas and the Uptons, that they never, ever, ever, ever get a platform to ever run again from that state. They're swamp donkeys and nobody likes them, period. Nobody wants, them rep- nobody wants those people representing them. They want real people representing them, people who are not afraid to say real things and say the truth, even if the truth hurts. Because the truth is what sets us free. The truth is what makes this country great. Our differences are what make us great. So we got to keep that going, ladies and gentlemen. We got to keep that going. And I want to give a big shout out to the, to, uh, to the GOP in Nebraska for, for actually doing this because it's huge. Now, two more GOP senators that will not seek re-election. It's Alabama Senator Richard Shelby says that he will not be seeking re-election. Uh, And neither will Senator Toomey from Pennsylvania, the crooked state of Pennsylvania. So President Trump will be very active in Alabama and Pennsylvania. He'll be very active in Wyoming and Nebraska and Kentucky when he goes on what he calls his revenge tour. Now, I don't really, I'm not, I'm usually not one to disagree with President Trump, but I will disagree with him on that. I hope he doesn't actually call it the revenge tour. I don't think he's going to. I think he's smarter than that. But in President Trump fashion, that's what him and his advisors called it. And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, 
is that as soon as President Trump has done this impeachment, he's already lining up rallies. He's already lining up um, events in these states to remove these crooked swamp donkeys who voted against him. Okay, moving on. Um, let's talk about the wonderful state of um, South Dakota. South Dakota has now, uh, there's a bill introduced in South Dakota from the state legislature that would grant the state's attorney the authority to determine for right then and there himself or herself, whoever it is at the time, uh, whether or not resident Joe Biden's fake executive orders are constitutional or not, and potentially nullify them at a state level. This is what we've been talking about, about how strong states are and how we need to get back to working very, very heavily at fortifying our states. Our states are, are, we found out how powerful states were when they could, when they could literally lock everybody down and go against what President Trump was saying, that the, the cure couldn't be worse than the disease itself. We saw how strong they were. And now South Dakota, God bless South Dakota, huh? God bless South Dakota for coming out and doing this. Because now more red states are going to follow. Now you have red states bypassing Section 230 and holding big tech accountable, like Texas and Florida, and you're going to see more red states do that. And then you're also going to see state legislatures giving the authority, putting in bills to give the authority to uh, their state attorney or their governor to not follow President Biden's uh, executive orders if they are deemed to be unconstitutional or if uh, if they were to harm that state in any way economically. So big shout out to the state of South Dakota. They have a wonderful uh, governor there. And um, ladies and gentlemen, let's just keep it moving. Winning. That's called winning. And we can keep winning. We just got to continue to do it at that level. You know what I mean? Um, anything in Arizona? Uh, all Somebody just asked. It was Barry uh, said anything in Arizona. The last I heard from Arizona was earlier today that the, uh, the Senate, the state Senate there was going to be voting on whether or not to actually um, send the sergeant of arms out to arrest and put out arrest warrants uh, for the uh, supervisory board in Maricopa County. I don't know where that sits. I'm sure we'll hear more about that tomorrow. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Moving on, we got a couple more. Um, Resident Biden's administration confirms that illegal aliens who are convicted of DUIs, rape, and drug-related crimes will no longer be deported. The White House has directed the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to roll out new guidelines to agents this week. Can we talk about America last, ladies and gentlemen? Sounds like America last to me. Uh, again, President Biden's White House is is is, is making it, um, putting out you um, new uh, new customs customs and uh, for enforcement this week um, to immigration and the custom uh, depart- and the uh, U.S. Customs to uh, not deport illegal aliens who are convicted of DUI, rape, and drug related offenses. I don't even know what to say to that. First of all, they should be deported because they're here illegally. But now you're going to let them commit felonies and continue to stay here? Sickening. Absolutely sickening. And I hope, I hope that the border states like Texas and Arizona and others continue to sue the Biden administration for this kind of crap. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to be sure to check out Mike Lindell's Absolute Proof. If you haven't checked it out yet, you need to watch it. It will show you absolute proof of fraud that happened in these swing states. Also, another thing that you not want to check out, if you have not checked it out, is the Times article, where they literally lay out in great detail and admit to the fraud that was committed at a state level um, with big tech and with billionaires 
who had influence to be able to have these states uh, change election laws and election rules prior to COVID so that mail-in ballots could be a, a possibility. So make sure you check those out. Also make sure that uh, if you if you like what you see here and you like and you want the show to continue, uh, go to jeremyharrell.com, become a monthly donor. Um, we've had a, a wonderful, wonderful amount of, of donors, uh, both monthly and um, one time. And you guys have done a great job at uh, making sure that this is all a possibility. Wait until you see this show at the end of this week. All right. And I think our first guest on the show will be Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. And she'll be able to be here for you to ask her questions and let us know where her articles of impeachment are. Okay. Natasha says, how much for monthly? Whatever you want. It can be $1. It can be $1,000. I said this show will always be free for everybody. But if you want the show to grow and you want uh, traveling to happen and, 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 and more stuff to, uh, you know, to, uh, to basically watch, uh, more content and out on the road and stuff like that, then it always helps. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Make sure you check us out on, on iHeartRadio, Podcast, radio.com. You can also watch videos afterwards on Rumble. We're on YouTube. I urge you to make sure you uh, start watching Vimeo because we're going to be on live in Vimeo, Periscope, and Twitch at the end of this week as well. And Vimeo has no ads. So ladies and gentlemen, we're just getting bigger. We're getting stronger. And remember, Check me out on Telegram, and don't fall for those fake ones, all right? Have a great night. God bless you. God bless this country. God bless President Trump, and uh, God bless our future. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Harrell, signing out.